0: Hi, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this video is on how to withstand kratom withdrawal. And I'm also gonna be sharing some smart kratom usage strategies. So I gotta say, in my past videos on kratom, I've gotten more hate for my honest criticism of kratom on this channel than I have for anything else. And in this video, I've also got a bit of some honest criticisms, but I'm also going to be sharing some biohacks and some different strategies for really optimizing the pharmacological, herbal bang for your buck that you get from your crotom. Because it is an opioid. It is something that you build up tolerance to over time. So if you are a uh, passionate kratom user, do watch this video in full because I'm going to be sharing some cool ways that you might not have heard of before. I'm going to be sharing some stuff that I haven't seen discussed elsewhere in the kratom community for optimizing and maximizing the performance enhancement bang for your buck that you get from Crotum. Crotum is a rare herbal performance enhancing biohack with a number of attractive attributes. The white strains have productivity promoting motivational and antidepressant effects. The green and red strains have a soothing anxiolytic effect that imbues so much needed tranquility. It provides pain relief to the suffering. It helps opioid addicts taper off truly self-destructive drugs like painkillers. Other upsides of carotidum include its pleasant taste and Aesthetics, along with that, for the most part, for the time being at least, crotom is legal and it's highly accessible, along with being very affordable. Virtually everyone who needs or wants crotom can afford it. But there is a significant downside of crotom crotom is an addictive opioid. It is habit-forming after just several weeks of usage. You will develop a tolerance to crottom rapidly compared with, say, paracetam. As your tolerance increases, you will no longer get those beneficial performance-enhancing or anxiolytic effects that you used to from a dosage that was relatively low and you'll need to take an increasingly high or uh, frequent dosage of kratom just to maintain. In this video, I'm going to be discussing two pharmacological solutions for addressing kratom addiction or high tolerance, which are the drugs Celinc and Memantine. And yes, these are that Cyrillic that you're seeing. These are from Russia. But don't worry, I'm definitely not a KGB agent. However, I'll make an important point. I'm not sure if I would recommend these drugs to just any casual crotum. User. There, there's actually a lot of other options out there for addressing kratom addiction or withdrawal. So I'm also going to be discussing those and some other strategies for cycling to ensure that you are, have a smart, strategic usage of crotom as opposed to a uh, self-destructive, impulsive usage of it about the carotid withdrawals themselves. Carotid users describe the withdrawals as uncomfortable but not excruciating, typically for two to five days, but sometimes lasting as long as a month. And withdrawal symptoms can include things like irritability, restlessness anxiety cough depression etc along with disruption of sleep cycles sleep apnea insomnia along with difficulty breathing and pulmonary problems which you really want to avoid that those those sound really nasty the majority of the anecdotal cases that i saw of really unpleasant withdrawal were from people that were using in between 15 to 30 grams daily, which is a pretty extreme dosage and people should not be surprised when there are consequences for that kind of excess. Let's discuss tapering. So tapering is really an important thing for any smart crotom user to do every couple of months. So, inevitably, your crotom dosage is going to kind of creep up over time. And what you're going to want to do is every couple of months, and you could even schedule this, be meticulous about it, is do a seven to ten day taper. So, every day you're going to decrease your dosage by about a quarter gram by about 250 milligrams or a half gram just depending upon where you're at if you've gotten a little bit crazy and your dosage is really up there you might want to decrease it by a half gram every single dose that you're taking if you're taking it multiple times throughout the day but the idea here is just incremental decrease and if you're like the vast majority of kratom users that have discussed their experiences with this, you are not going to get withdrawals from the actual taper itself. So I think this is a, a much more uh, pleasant option, a less tortuous option than doing a uh, cold turkey going, going off of it. Everybody who reports that, uh, it seems really Pretty unpleasant. I'm not sure why you would want to do that when you can just taper. And uh, what you'll do is tapering will, in a lot of cases, it'll actually make you feel better. And you're, and if you again, if you do it incrementally, the effects that you've come to expect and enjoy from kratom, you're going to get those effects almost to the same extent that you did previously at your high dosage. And at at a minimum, tapering is going to lower your maintenance dose. Let's talk about cycling. So I use kratom myself for about six months and while I didn't find it as performance enhancing as nootropics or smart drugs I did like crotom quite a bit, a bit. However I did not nor would I recommend that anyone use crottom every day i would use crottom anywhere from about probably three to five times a week and i would cycle it with other nootropics and the effects that crottom offers which are you know first it has kind of like these performance enhancing effects where it Improves your mood. It improves your motivation. Some people that ha- say that it helps with their uh, Creativity and their focus. There's like there's those kind of effects and then there is the Anxiolytic effects where it kind of soothes you down helps you relax it uh, can address some Chronic anxiety that you may be dealing with and then there's kind of the medicinal effects of kratom where it helps people with things like chronic pain. And actually, if you do a little bit of research into nootropics or into herbs, you'll find that there's a number of other herbs, and a lot of them are natural nutraceutical things, and then there's also some nootropics or smart drugs. And a lot of these things do pretty much the exact same thing that the crottam does. So I'm going to show you some of these. Now, if if you're looking for something that's going to have like that nice antidepressant or that motivational effect that crotum has, then I'd recommend that you consider something like this. And You probably don't read Cyrillic. This is Rhodiola rosea, and this is a really great herb. That really consistently has a mood promoting and energizing effect. And I'll take some. I'll take some of it now, actually, so you can see. And this is a uh, tincture form of it, but there's a bunch of different ways that you can take rhodiola. I also have the. I uh, also have just uh, normal capsuled version here and if you're going off of if you're going off of caffeine If you're going off of coffee rodeo can a lot of times be a substitute for kind of that buzz that that coffee gives you so it's a it's a really good option to alternate with your kratom usage and it's uh, very safe and uh, very affordable you can find it in virtually any uh, drugstore or pharmacy, but I do have some recommendations for selecting the, the best rhodiola, and I'll have some links to my other video where I go into that. Okay, if you like the, if you like the athletic and the kind of like that, those, the physical endurance effects that crotum, is, is well known for I know there's a lot of you a lot of you gym bros that really really love your kratom. And what you'd want to look at is this stuff, which is Eleuthero or Siberian ginseng And I wouldn't really call this one uh, a classical quintessential nootropic it doesn't have a whole lot of effects on your state of mind, at least not in the short term, but it is a performance enhancer and it was it was actually studied really extensively behind the Iron Curtain in the Soviet Union and they would give it to like their Olympic athletes or to their soldiers that had to go and fight in the forlorn hills of Afghanistan. So it really is quite effective. Siberian ginseng is approximately one-third of ADAPT-232, or as I like to call it, the Soviet formula, which is the adaptogenic-rich formula that the Soviet regime developed for its extreme athletes, soldiers fighting in Afghanistan, supersonic aviators, and cosmonaut program that you can't buy. That's right. Google it. It's not for sale anywhere. I've been researching this formula for some time, identifying the correct derivative, herbal derivative components of it. And I'm going to be selling it sometime soon, maybe now, depending upon when you're watching this video. So I encourage you to check out the links below this video for the Soviet formula. Okay, regarding the anxiolytic effects, which is kind of like the relaxation promoting effects, there's a lot of nootropics that will do that as well. There's a lot of herbs that will do something like that. I'll show you, for example, this is a Panax ginseng tincture. And panic ginseng will, for a lot of people, have an uh, anxiety-relieving effect. And then there's some other options for stress and anxiety, which are things like ashwagandha. is a really that's that's a really good option if you need a herbal solution for your uh, you know for your anxiety and you want to use something other than crotom, which you definitely should and then finally if you're using crottom for medicinal purposes which is like pain relief one of the best herbal solutions for that is actually turmeric which is that yellow indian spice that i i really love the taste on it i put it on practically half the stuff that i eat and that is really demonstrated to help with those things and so if you are using crotom with these other things, the kratom is not going to... Uh, none of these other nootropics are opioids, and so they're not going to be competing with and desensitizing the brain receptors that the kratom is working on, right? And so if you're if you can minimize that carotid usage, get it down to in between like two to three to four to five maximum times a week, you're going to be really pleasantly surprised that your tolerance stays pretty flat. And that's certainly what my experience was over the six months or so that I was using it. I, I don't think I ever got into the dosage range above like five to six grams. And and then when I finally did run out of crotom, I had no withdrawal symptoms whatsoever. I had no burning desire to get my hands on some more of the green stuff. Although I will note that I do not have an addictive personality, and if you do know that you have an addictive personality, then you're going to want to be doubly careful and vigilant of your crottam dosage. Luckily, these nootropics, the things that I've discussed here, there are virtually no cases of people developing addictions to them or uh, impulsively using them. I've really researched them thoroughly and looked at many thousands of, or, or at least many hundreds of anecdotal reports of people talking about using herbal performance enhancers and Uh, I can really come up with no examples of times when uh, people started reporting the types of addictive, impulsive uh, behaviors that you see people reporting really frequently about kratom. Now, let's discuss these two Russian drugs that I think anyone who is really struggling with kratom addiction or tolerance should consider. First of all is memantine. And memantine is a NMDA antagonist. It's a, uh, pharmacologically, it's a, a quite unique drug. If, if you're kind of like a pharma geek like me, you may want to check out my podcast that I did specifically on memantine because I, I get into its, uh, its peculiarities a bit in there. But memantine is is quite well known in the crotom community as an effective way of lowering tolerance. Unfortunately, there are no human studies, uh, trials, or uh, research papers done specifically on memantine and crotum usage in humans. However, I did find two promising trials that were done with memantine... And opioid addicts. From a 12 week placebo controlled 2015 Chinese study that gave memantine to 53 methadone addicts, it concluded We conclude that low dose memantine might be a feasible adjuvant therapy for attenuating inflammation and inhibiting methadone tolerance. From another placebo-controlled study of heroin addicts, Mementine attenuated the expression of opioid physical dependence in humans, indicating that glutamatergic neurotransmission at the NMDA receptor site contributes to the maintenance of opioid dependence. This finding suggests that Mementine may be a useful adjunct in the treatment of opioid dependence. And one kratom lover reported enthusiastically, over the past three weeks I have been taking 10 milligrams of Mementine daily. Since I've started doing this, all my kratom has a more stimulant edge. There is not a ton of added jitteriness or anxiety, but rather the get and go effects of each strain are more prominent. Used to when I took 2.5 grams of a slow strain, I would feel really chill and mellow. Now, when I take this dose, I have the urge to physically get up and get my body moving and exercise, do yard work, etc. If you want stronger effects from your kratom or you need to reduce your tolerance, I recommend memantine. However, memantine is a double edged sword as a drug it has a pretty high occurrence of undesirable side effects but unlike kratom, it's never killed anyone so if your kratom usage is becoming a problem it's worth considering a better option is i think this stuff selenk which is a russian anxiolytic peptide that will likely give you a whole lot better bang for your buck from your carotidum. Two Russian studies found that selank potentiated the desirable effects from an opioid benzodiazepine. A 2015 study of 70 Russians found that it markedly decreased the negative side effects of the opioid. Quote, The combined treatment decreased the level of undesirable side effects of fenozepam, which were attention and memory impairment, asthenia, sedation, increase in sleep duration, sexual disturbances, emotional disturbances, and orthostatism. Taken together, the therapeutic efficacy and reduction of side effects had a positive impact on the quality of life of the patients treated with Selank as an add-on to finazepam. It concluded, The results extend therapeutic possibilities of treatment of anxiety spectrum disorders with the combination of benzodiazepine tranquilizers and Selank. From a recent human tolerability study of the two. Pronounced anxiolytic and mild nootropic effects of CELANQ were demonstrated. The anxiolytic effect lasted for a week after receiving the peptide. So, the big question is, are these two Russian studies saying that CELANQ is this marvelous crotum co-factor that is going to mitigate its negative and potentiate its positive effects? Well, you'll have to try it for yourself and find out. And I hope that you'll report back and let me know. I, I searched the internet far and wide and I could not come up with a statistically significant quantity of anecdotal reports from kratom users combining it with Sling. But I did come up with one piece of data, one data point that is, I think, pretty significant that gives us pretty good reason to, uh, to try combining the two. And that came from a pretty good source, which is the Biohacker Extraordinaire Mr., you are so dumb. And he reported on Reddit. I find that tapering the dosage down over the course of two weeks, then using CMAX, selang and TNF time during the transition makes getting off Crottam easy. I use Crottam two to three times a day for almost a year and got off it with that protocol without any withdrawals. The Solank will slow the breakdown of your endogenous opioids. The Cmax will give you the stimulation and dopamine edge you will be missing, while the TNF time will hit the opioid receptors just enough to keep you level. Overall, it was extremely easy to get off. I actually felt much better after the transition than while on Crotum. Ultimately, I would recommend Solank over memantine to crottam addicts to crotom users that have developed a, a high tolerance and I, I even feel more comfortable saying that just casual biohacker users of crottam that use crotom for its performance enhancement attributes as opposed to treating some chronic illness, I would feel better recommending Solank to those kind of people because Solank is a non-prescription, very safe, quite affordable nootropic drug that comparatively, compared to memantine certainly, and in general compared with other nootropic drugs that I've looked at, it's Very very safe. It has very low occurrence of side effects. It's it's quite benign stuff And again, not not too expensive either What I'll do is I'll link below this video to a couple of credible sources of Solanq and also to CMAX which is Which is the other thing that Mr. You are so dumb mentioned and in the past What I would do, you guys are aware, I offer people a free biohacking consultation with myself, a 25-minute biohacking consultation where I can try to answer any questions that you might have about herbal performance enhancers, smart drugs, and even things that are perhaps a bit more invasive. And what I would do is I would offer this free consultation to people that spent like $100 or more with some vendors that I thought were really credible vendors that sold really quality product, right? And in the past, there was some Crottam vendors that I recommended that you could find on the article and my list of recommended vendors that give you entry into what we call The Limitless Mindset Secret Society. Unfortunately, I had to take all of the Crottam vendors off of there for a really good reason. None of those vendors, as far as I could tell, did any type of uh, quality assurance of their Crottam. I have never laid my eyes on a certificate of analysis or a spectroscopy report done on a batch of crotom to try to make sure that that crotom doesn't have like a ton of lead, arsenic, mercury in it. If you look at, for example, the nootropics and these herbal performance enhancers, these frequently you can find the mineralogy report for them right on their website, or you can find them on my website, which will be linked below this video to ensure that you're not consuming a bunch of toxic metals that you don't want to be consuming. Because that can also be I I think a lot of these people that are experiencing a lot of negative side effects of crotom, I'm not sure if that's the crotom itself. I think in a lot of cases that's probably just kind of a epiphenomenon of this uh race to the bottom of this uh of the crotom industry, which again is an industry that right now there's Uh, It's a wild, wild west industry, so you really don't know what you're getting. All the more reason to cycle your product with other herbal performance enhancers that are more stringently tested for quality. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and as always, I look forward to a continued conversation with you.